Righto, guys, exciting news. Like we always do, we've actually pulled off the pay-per-view for the Podcast Royale on the 27th of April, so you'll be able to watch us swinging down the flats. Fucking oh, swinging, biting down on the mouth guard and going for the KO, all three of us. It wasn't an easy task, Cam, for the whole Alpha Events team, and it was a frequently asked question, so we are pleased to announce it will be pay-per-viewed. You will be able to get everyone around on the source and watch us swing. The second part of this announcement is obviously the boxing shirts to go with the event to support us. If you're on the Alpha team, buy yourself an Alpha Blokes boxing shirt. The pre-sale will be 18th till the 20th of March at alphablokes.com.au. This shirt is never coming back. It's a new design. It's a new style. We're fucking keen and we're excited that you guys will be able to watch from anywhere now. So get a shirt each, get on the piss, support each other, wear it on the night. Let's fucking go. Top of the morning to you. This episode is brought to you by St. Patrick's Day Shamrock Shavers Manscaped. This year, don't just chase rainbows. Make your own pot of gold and groom your little leprechaun with the leaders in below the kilt care. Say goodbye to your clover forest with Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 and let your confidence shine bright. Embrace the look of the Irish and join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Head over to manscaped.com and use the code ALPHA for 20% off and free shipping. Hey, Tommy, ever since <laughs> I've ever used Manscaped, I can probably say that I've found my pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. This St. Patrick's Day, make sure your little hairy leprechaun is luckier than ever with Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f- he wants. You know what? We're back. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. Here to give the everyday battler a voice, delete head noise one laugh at a time. If you're cracking a beer, crack a better beer, jogging a can, winning a tin, the athlete's choice. We're on the Red Bulls today again. Yeah, firing up. up in the morning. Um, country Trucker Caps. Head to the trunk, uh, countrytruckercaps.com if you want to design your own. And the countrycompanies.com for all the awesome designs that the knucklers got ready to rumble. And uh, make sure you use the discount code at checkout, Alpha Blokes, or one word for a discount. Go give his new account a follow. Yeah, that's right. Go give the new account a follow. Support the legend who supports us. And let's hear from the weapon who we will be seeing tonight. Tonight. Strap it, it's time again for Knuckles' proper tree on. <laughs> Fuck yeah, boys. Just getting ready to get on this fucking plane and uh, head down south. <laughs> Two big games this weekend. Uh, big papa's going to both. Fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Anyway, um, proper true yarn of the week. Oh, I'll uh, have to be when I was a kid. Um, you know when that hose pro come out? You know that fucking real good hose system and that? That was all over telly and that. Anyway, my old man... He went and used to be real proud of his garden. He went and got a, um, the new hose pro system and he was all proud. Anyway, the local kids used to come along and, um, and cut, I don't know, little sections out of it to, um, I don't know, do what they got to do um, 
in Orchie bottles, you know? <laughs> anyway, fucking dad's hose bro. She just kept getting fucking minced every week, every week. So he's gone down the local hardware and he's fucking bought a shitty normal hose and he's tied her out the front and he's got a Stanley knife there <laughs> and he's roped it all together and he's put a sign on it. Leave my actual hoses alone. <laughs> if you want to use any hose for any activities you might need in any said orchi bottles, <laughs> fucking use this hose. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it was funny, but it's fast how I uh, quick that little hose at the front, it got annihilated. It <laughs> sort of had to be a uh, bit of thing you had to keep replacing with uh, the shitty hose, but, uh, yeah, he's a hose pro. Um, she didn't get touched after that again. So that's a proper tree yarn of um, TJ and the kids uh, running bongs. <laughs> How's that? Stealing his hose. That's good, though. Instead of fucking trying to catch him and that, just buy a cheap hose and say, here it comes. Have I told you the yarn of um, a mate back in the day? We'd be around his place having drinks pretty much every weekend. And his old boy would be out in the patio and his old boy would have this hose and he'd be able to wash down the whole patio. Yeah. And after um he used to go from the bar straight through and he could be able to reach to the back gate. Yeah. Four months later, mate, he couldn't get past the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't figure it out. Or oh, couldn't he? Because you put the connection back yeah, on, yeah, step yeah. off what they wanted. <laughs> what the fuck's happening with me hose? Oh, that would trip you out. <laughs> oh mate, that's fucking funny, <laughs> eh? Oh, good stuff, mate. I wonder if that, that's the old day stuff, mate. Yeah. Like, that, that doesn't happen anymore. Everyone's on the back. I remember um, everyone, oh, there was just heaps and heaps of bottles just up like where I lived. Yeah. They'd just dump them out the road. Yeah. They're I remember disposables. getting this, I remember I got the shits once. I was coming back from Agnes pretending to surf and um, <laughs> and I almost jumped out of my car or whatever and I got pulled over by the cops for just a breffo. Anyway, I got home. And he's left his bag in the back with fucking three bongs in it. Oh. And I'm true. going, imagine that. One for every occasion. Yeah, I'm like, why three? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was like the Augie, the Gatorade, and, and then <laughs> fucking some other contraption. Oh. He used to crack me up when I used to see him in the old barbecue sauce bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People get creative. Barbecue sauce bottle, for fuck's sake. Mate, old people will smoke it out of anything. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Oh, mate, wondering where his hose is going. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's a few more stories like that. Guys, remember the UFC Sydney vlog drops on Patreon tomorrow, Friday. If you're keen to watch the mischief we got up to, go and check it out. 20 bucks a month, 5 bucks a week for Patreon. It's a way to directly support us, and we really appreciate it. We do. Buy us a beer. That's all it is. Beer a week. If you'd see us probably at the pub, had an RSL. Yeah. A beer's probably more these days. If you'd see us at the RSL, come buy us one pot to share between three of us, then jump on. <laughs> we uh, don't have much of an RSL here, do we? I don't think so. It's more like she's got the tab, you got a few um But like it's pubs. massive down Sydney Gold Coast. Yeah. Fucking hundred percent. They got the good spots. No, I thought normally every town has an RSL. Quinn, can you check that? I don't think I've uh, been to the one in Grace, man, a few private functions. Mm, I don't think That's we do have one here. We'd have to oh, You'd think so, wouldn't you? Did you put a did you put um Gladson? Gladson RSL. Stands for Returned and Services League. I just did does every town have an RSL. Oh, I'll put, yeah, throw in our 
local town. They are local. Gladstone RSL sub sub branch. RSL Queensland is the largest ex. So it's pretty much just Queensland. where we have Anzac Parade in um, yeah. Gladstone. Yeah. Where I got told why why am I here? Yeah, it's still haunting you, mate. Mm. Fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well there you go. There's RSLs. Um, right, I got a little one from the trendsetters. I had to share with you, mate. Being your last episode for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, now Brendan said, "Right, our trendsetters. Instead of fuck, marry, kill, it's boss, coworker, and apprentice." Oh, I did see that last so night. So your three options are Tom, Cam, Quinn. <laughs> Who's your pick and why? Yeah. Now there was a fair few, but there was one that just fucking stuck out. So Matt said, "Quinn's the boss." He's calm, coordinated, and calculated. Tom, for a co-worker, he's a laugh straight down the line and wants to go home like all of us. Cam for the apprentice. We're sending that little deviant on the wildest adventures. We know the outcome, but he's about to do some learning. <laughs> what do you got to say to that, mate? Yeah. Well, apprentice, <laughs> apprentice normally runs the show anyway. Yeah, yeah, does all the work. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But no, nah, I thought I thought that was pretty. Makes funny. us laugh the most, you know. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, there's one here that we need to touch on before we just forget completely. Now, Jacko, the the double winner, the yes. first double winner. There's been a heap of suggestions, and I think what we might do, if you're happy with it, Mrs. Dale's been getting into her sewing work lately, right? Making a fair bit of stuff. So I'm thinking we'll get a carry-on cap. We'll sew a Velcro strip to the bottom. We'll get a golden piece of fabric and stitch in double champ on the golden bit of fabric. Yeah. So it's good. like a, an extended mullet flap, you know, the golden mullet. So Maybe we could look at maybe next year is getting knuckler to make. Yeah, get double, a handful. A full double champ hat. Yeah, yeah. We might do that eventually. Because I don't, I don't think it's going to be um, a one-time thing. It won't be saying? a super common thing. No. Nah. No. So, but we'll get a handful made, I think. That's a good Yeah, idea. that's what I mean. I don't think we get too many. Yeah. Nah. But for now, we'll uh we'll These make are rare fucking property. Hundred percent. Fucking oath they are. Um the lures got belted again, guys. More available in a couple of weeks. I can't wait to see some more fish getting landed and see what the Cambodian comes back with from his trip to the island. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fucking pepper those little cunts. Fucking oath. And on the topic of peppering. Had a chat to Roscoe's. The pepper steak has been getting pumped. So it's perfect for this weekend when you're watching the GFs or the boxing. If you live in CQ, go give it a whirl. It's a perfect feed to have when you're on the piss on the weekend. So go pepper it. You got Bathurst, you got Bathurst coming up too. Fucking stop it. Long couple of days on the couch, mate. Yeah, that's right. Grab one of those. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Right, I think I'm um, I'm picking a day, eh? Correct, my friend. Too easy. Let's fucking uh, let's rip into a few yarns. Let's hit it. Wee wee wee's doing there, Tommy, Cam, Quinny, long time listener, first time caller. Anyway, we'll call this bloke Dave. Used to go to all the boys used to go to Dave's house on the weekend to get fucking sloshed. One time. We were at Dave's. Dave fucking sloshes out. He's passed out on the couch. So, like any fucking good mates, we log into his phone to change his background wallpaper to a big black cock or something. <laughs> anyway. Original. We get the image off fucking Google, right? We find the nastiest fucking piece we can find. Anyway, as we hop in the photos to, uh, to, to put out his wallpaper, there's... We can't happen but 
see this other photo. Now, it was favourited. We click on the photo. It's, it's Dave's ass with a fucking banana up it. Not just the tip. I'm saying the fucking half the banana is up Dave's asshole. Oh. So we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, we delete the photo and put the phone back down like we never saw the image. Anyway, we all went to bed. We woke up and it was kind of awkward. You know, Dave's there. Oh, here you go. And we just fucking, we know what he doesn't know. We know his secret fucking image. Anyway, long story short, you wouldn't guess what he offered us for fucking breakfast. Banana bread, the cunt. Oh. No fucking thank you. <laughs> anyway, stay to yourself, boys. Oh, wow. They should have put that as his screensaver. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. What the fuck's the go with this, mate? Yeah. Oh, wow. A banana. Mate, I can tell you now, if I... The boys and I, or whatever, we found someone's phone. We're trying to do a prank, mm. and we found something like that. There's no way I'll stay in quiet about it, mate. Do you know what I? I can't help but think with that. If you have a tight, untampered dut, mm. a banana. That's some work to get. Surely. That's what I'm saying. Like, as in, to to go with a squeaky tight freckle and get a banana in it, and the banana still be intact. That's a. Oh, that's fucking pretty hard. I reckon that'd be hard to do. Not going off experience, so he must he must have a well worked dut hole to get the banana in there. Which run your own race, but you know I'm just trying to think a banana must have been a real. It mustn't have been right. Probably frozen. Maybe could have been. I was um I think I was thinking the other day. Thought come through my head for a stitch up like that, similar thing without the picture, and we had to, I was doing a little skit for the Reggies and that, and had a um. I changed the missus' name to Groper's name in my phone for the video so it would pop up Groper when she called. And it made me think, imagine going through someone's phone and changing all their regular callers, like their mum, the dad, the missus, to like some random name. Oh, and and yeah. just fuck that. Just, and how I answer to some people yeah, that ring me. Like yes. that'd, that'd trip you out, eh? Like especially if it was just a random, like whoever it is, whatever name. What the fuck? Hey, mate, how you been? What are you going for now, cunt? Yeah, where the fuck's this? <laughs> but yeah, it'd be pretty funny to do. But wow, that's, that would spin you out, wouldn't it? Imagine like just one of the boys like us or whatever. They'd change things for a while, I reckon. If you're just like knowing that you've <laughs> just been shelving bananas. Oh, I'd fucking laugh. Oh, eating bananas. Definitely if old Dave was just like the normal bloke. Yeah, normal bloke that loves shoving bananas in his ass. Mashing them before he makes banana bread. Mate, I reckon you. I reckon it'd be surprising how many people do that sort of shit, though. Oh, fucking oaf. You know. See the shit we've seen on the internet in the fucking last 10 years. Yeah, bananas is tame. Yeah. Yeah. Just is the fruit and veg show. Yeah, that's right. Banana a day keeps the solid shits away. <laughs> Mashed. <laughs> right, oh, well, fucking good start. <coughs> Shout out to Dave. He's in the lead. Hello boys, righto, fuckhead phoning in This is a carry on, I'm not asking them, I'm telling you You'll bloody agree with me, I can. I already know Now, it's a hot topic at the moment, Alan Joyce, Qantas For those of you that don't sort of know, I've um, experienced this first hand I had four tickets to Darwin and back Now I had to cancel them during COVID, but you got a credit There was a bit of a thing, the government made them do it Rah, rah. So anyway, had to use those by a certain date. So it was about five grand all up. So I had a look and I thought, oh, I might book some. 
a bit of Perth or wherever I could, wherever we could spend them that we could utilise them. Anyway, so we looked online, everything, found them, rang them up. Yep, yep, no worries. Okay, yep, that'll be an extra five grand. I said, well, hang on a minute. The flights aren't even five grand and I've got five grand credit. And they said, yeah, but you can only see on online, we only advertise through Flight Centre or on our website. You can only see sale prices. I said, well, every, every fare is a sale price. They said, yeah. I said, well, send me the thing and I'll pick the ones that suit it. Because you can't pick one that's cheaper. That's part of, the, part of the challenge. You've got to pick one that's dearer and pay the difference. I said, we can't do that, mate. You pick the flight and we'll tell you how much it is. It takes us 24 hours to tell you. So every flight for about three weeks until I was going completely bonkers came back, nah, mate, that one's, um, one's going to cost you an additional this much. And I'd look at that exact flight. And that exact flight would have been cheaper if I booked it without the credit. And it got me thinking, if we rolled around to Daddy's house and Daddy wasn't home and we saw Alan Joyce there in his backyard knocking off his barbecue or his smoker, it'd be a bad day for Alan Joyce, right? <laughs> now, if I was driving, if I was walking through the airport, though, and I seen him and I hit him with a spinning back fist and then fly kicked him to the throat, public opinion to me... People would be calling me a fuckhead, and I wouldn't care. But it just gets me thinking, how come these white-collar crimes, this bloke going to live in a mansion, and he can rip off the average punter like this fuckwit, and no one does anything? Like, is that a carry-on, or is that a carry-on? Like, are we supposed to be dragging these blokes out of their fucking homes and sorting them out? What's, what's your thoughts, boys? Because um, I'm just an average punter, and I, um, yeah... You try to roll me, and Daddy, if he comes around your house and gets your barbecue, mate, I'll be the first one around there. Lead boy, so, mate. yeah, let me know what you think. Mate, there's so much shit that goes on that no one ever sees people getting fucked over with. Like, for example, like us diving into this game, man, perfect example. Um, the whole Instagram, Facebook, TikTok shit, things that get banned or not allowed or shadow banned and all this shit. And you can't do anything about it because who do you, you do something to? You can't winch to anyone because no one else really cares. And it's just people who have power just dictate everyone else and there's nothing you can fucking do about it, eh? Same yeah. as that. Like, they just said, well, this is what happens. And he's going, well, that's bullshit, but who do you fucking tell? Yeah. There's a certain just mob of people, mate, that just control everyone and it's fucked. It's always like um, those white-collar crimes and stuff like that, fraud, tax evasion and stuff like that, and they always get protected when they go to jail. Yeah. And then you got, oh, mate, they just armed robbery or stole a car or whatever and mate, in with the rest of them. It'd be ridiculous how much that scenario just there happens. And like I said, you can't winch to anyone because the country whinging to are the ones doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked, man. But, yeah, if he steals daddy's barbecue, we'll... Um, yeah. Mm. He, he won't steal daddy's barbecue. <laughs> Stop yawn. Fire uh, up. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Fuck no, we'll get lead poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Hey, cunts. What's you, going on? Oi. Yeah, I'll say what's going on. Fuck old mate. Who the fuck does he think he is? It's the rusty trombone here, lads. <laughs> Just thought I'd give you an update on the itchy hole. It's doing a lot better. I fucking found poor, poor creams to go. Ooh. Yeah, get on that. The missus don't like the taste, but, yeah, it's fucking good, though. <laughs> Works a treat. Anyway, I was laying in bed the other night, and I could hear this fucking humming noise. Like, what the fuck's that? 
I'm like, fucking, next night, doing the same fucking thing. I'm like, what the fuck's this? I thought my fridge was playing up. And it turns out it was just fucking in my head. It's, I got fucking, I think it's called tinnitus. It's fucking, it's no good. Another fucking perk of getting older. Bloody, my poor old pop had freaking tinnitus for 60-something years. He got it from fucking back in the wall. Anyway, that's fucking my bit of an update, lads. I'll um, talk to you next time. Rusty trombone out of here. Is this the bloke that I gave a few tips to the other day? Yeah, yeah. 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 The rusty trombone, isn't that when you're getting growled from behind and getting the reach around? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Can you look it up? We've, we've looked it up recently. Uh, shows we? how many brain cells we've deleted since we've done that. Oh, oh mate. There's, you just, <laughs> if you just yarn and yarn and yarn, you forget. Stands with his knees, back slightly torqued with feet, at least shoulder width apart to expose his anus. Rust, uh, what? Stands with his knees and yeah, back there, slightly there's the torqued. Image, there's the image there. Bum, ba, ba. Oh, yeah, there it is. Bump, 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 bump. I'll tell you what. That looks all right, doesn't it? Fucking overdose. <laughs> wow. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm jealous of anyone that's ever got that. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. Gentlemen. Can't imagine it'd be a fun thing for a, um, a lady to do, but reach out. Blokes have received a Rusty. Let us know. Reach <laughs> around. Let yeah. us know. Reach out, got. Rusty. Yeah, reach out, Rusty. Let us know. Surely if your name's Rusty, you've got a Rusty trombone. Oh, did you know that I was going to be called that? Rusty? Yeah. I would have liked that better. That would have been... <laughs> that, that would have been... <laughs> it was my second choice. Yeah? Yeah. Rusty. It would have suited your red beard. Mm. Nice. Imagine being called Rusty Jackson. Surely I'd be a country singer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Can you we change your name? <laughs> you would have been nicknamed trombone for sure. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Rusty Trombone Jackson. Yeah. Shout out to Rusty Trombones anyway. Why does your mum's mouth smell like shit? <laughs> I'm Rusty fucking Jackson. That's why, baby. <laughs> Rusty Jackson. That yeah. is a fucking real manly fucking name. I might name my son that if I have one. Can't you would have yeah, come out have knowing to. how to do a brisket on a smoker? Yeah. <laughs> Just come oh, out Rusty with all this knowledge. You would have come out with a fat with that name. A hundred percent. They must You're caught be, up on your mum's pelvis. Name, coming out. Names like that, you just you know they're just going to turn into something, eh? Like some of those names where dad's like, "Oh, I don't give a fuck, doll. We're calling him this." Like, <laughs> I forgot that's even a name, Rusty. I like that. I do like that. Make a good dog's name too. When when you have a, a spawn, mate, you're gonna have to rusty it. Yeah, righto. Rusty. J- oh, righto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll name it that. For the name, I won't give it a rusty trombone. I'll name for, it that for though. content purposes. Yeah. <laughs> And then middle name, Bone. Rusty Bone Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right, eh? Anyway, shout out to being called Queef. Well, shall we move on? Yeah. <laughs> yep. mm, boys. How's mm. it fucking going? Good, mate. I just got a yarn for you off the back of the Munted Mix story from Trendset Talkback the other day. So anyway, we had this bloke started our work. And I had to show him how to pressure test the fuel tanks before we send them out. Anyway, fucking, we go to pick a tank up, and this bloke goes down to pick it up by himself, and I'm like, oh, we, we have a thing here. We lift the tanks with two people to save our backs. This bloke just looks up at me and goes, ah, following the proper manual handling procedures, I see, and just proceeds to go, 
can lift this fucking tank up by himself. He was fucking on it. Anyway, I'm showing him something on this tank. And he's pacing around the back of me and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Anyway, I realise this cunt's methed off his head. Oh. So anyway, <laughs> I'm showing him how to look for the leaks in the tanks while they're in the pressure testing bath. And this bloke asks me, he goes, um, oh, what do you reckon the boss would say if you walked around the corner and saw me dunking my head in the bath? And I was like, I don't know, he'd probably just laugh at you. Anyway, I fucked off because this cunt was just off his head. And one of the welders comes up to me and goes, has this cunt been dunking his fucking head in the pressure testing bath? And I go look at this bloke and his hair's wet and slicked back and I'm like, what the fuck? Anyway, the boss actually came around the corner while he was dunking his head in the bath and caught him doing it. So he called this bloke fucking Scuba Steve. (laughs) And uh, yeah, one day... He only lasted four days there. One one day, fucking, he was he was cooking a steak in a Kmart sandwich press, and someone freaked out, thinking there was a fire, and ran over there. <laughs> fucking, this bloke was off his fucking head. Yeah. Anyway, fucking, there you go, cunts. Fucking, stay out of yourselves. There's some fucking weapons in the workplace, eh? When when he started talking about the lifting thing, I. This bloke springs to mind that I used to work with. Great worker in that, but, you know, all the rules now with the manual handling, two-person lift, and if you don't do it and you hurt yourself, you're fucked. So you're like, oh, well, let's get the lifting equipment and shit like that. There's this one bloke who's just a hero. Like, he'd just carry full fucking, like, oxy bottles and shit, like, upstairs just to be a hero instead of waiting for the fucking franner or the lifting basket or the JLG just to, you know, to pick it up. Yep. And you should just go, fuck yeah, man, that's tough as. Like, go, bro, that's sick. <laughs> but just some people, and you can appreciate it, like on a farm or something like that, where you just got to get your shit done. But if you're going to get slammed if you hurt yourself like that, it's like, what are you being a hero for? Yeah, that's right. It's it's different places, eh? Like, yeah. you wouldn't do that, I won't name size, but yeah, there's certain sides you just wouldn't even bother. Nah. But it, it, it's not worth it. They but, still want it done. You're getting forced from management to get it done. Yeah. But... If you hurt yourself, then that's even worse and the job's still not done. 100%. Like, they they tell you there's certain sites that'll tell you rules at a pre-start and all the shit you should do and shouldn't do, and then you go out there and she's cracking the whip just to get it done. And that's where you got to draw the line and actually go, are these cunts going to have my back if I lift this full oxy bottle upstairs, blow me back out and shit? How are you doing it? Oh, trying to get the job done. Oh, mate, that's that's not safe, and you get fucked over. So... You got to remember where you're fucking working, and even though there's pressure getting put on you from above, don't fucking try and bust your freckle lifting something stupid and blow you back out because they'll just fucking flick you. It might be controversial, but I'll say it anyway. Don't rely on a fucking union. Oh, I'm in union, still in the fucking AMW. But when you're at the mines, fuck that. I don't want to fucking bar you, mate. No, I didn't. I didn't see one union rep while I was in the mines. No. There's not a big thing at mines. Here, power stations, oh, 100%. refinery, stuff like that, I'd back, back it to the hills, but out the mines, you're on your own out there. Yeah, they don't. They don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, it's not it's not very good out there. Eh? There might be some sites still that are, but like I said, the four or five that I was on, man, I didn't see one cunt. Didn't have one sort of meeting. You no. Know. Um, another, I reckon I'm a pretty good judge of character. And yeah. I remember this one bloke rocked up. Work new bloke. I was off him from the middle. I seen him. He fucking, um, you could tell he was just off his head. I'm like, how the fuck did he get in the gate? Yeah, anyway, boys are giving me the benefit of the doubt. I still wasn't convinced. Anyway, he reckons he was 
fucking diesel fitter hired as a mechanical fitter or whatever, and mm. the forklift wasn't going. I said, it's out of fuel. No, it's not. I've, I've worked on these for years. Pulled this whole fucking forklift apart. Not even part of his job. Oh. Fucked off at Smoko, wrapped his VN Commodore around a pole, walked, <laughs> walked back to work. What? Fucking wiping the blood off his face and that, and then said, I've got to go, and it was gone by one. And I said, I walked up to the cunts and said, Told you I'm a good judge of character. What the fuck was that? That's fucking wild. And that's why... I put all the fuel lines back on. Uh, I had to crack the injectors, re-bleed it, put fuel in it, and <laughs> back off for going again. Oh, well, I think I had to put hell. the shroud back on for the fucking radiator. <laughs> wow. <laughs> fuck me. Yeah, man, it's fucking wild. And that's why, like, drug testing is important in workplaces, but fucking swab tests. Because it stops those cunts rocking up to work tripping, but they don't control what you do on your days off. Wouldn't you rather almost make it mandatory to say every three days or something, just get a swabby to take away piss completely? Mate, well, if that was, if they said, right, we're going to swab, but it, it's going to definitely be every couple of days for everyone, I'd fucking do that for sure. Because my thing's always been, it's not that I'd. I'm you against, don't want to work with someone off the head. Yeah, it's not that I'm against getting drug tested, but I fucking hate that companies and that control what you do fucking three, five days before you go to work. What the fuck is that your business? Yeah. You know? Like, you're paying me while I'm at work, rocking up sweet. If I can pass a swab test the same as the cops use on the road to drive a fucking car by the law, then why the fuck isn't that good enough at a workplace? Yeah, if you think you're going to blow over in the morning and then you're rocking up to work, you're doing double the risk, so... E- exactly. Blow, yeah, well, we had to blow in the bag every morning out at the mines. Mm. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, well, yeah, test yourself before you go. I'll be a bit worried, but... I had my lips pointing down at the th- at the fucking thing at one stage, but I was blowing upwards. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I um I still had to laugh when the whole paper straw thing come in and every paper straw that you could drink out of in Australia was like a paper straw, but the ones you blow in the breath though were plastic. Yeah, because they know slow it down with the plastic. Is that what you need to oh boys, let's just start stealing those fucking plastic straws. Yeah, start fucking delivering them out. I don't know if it's still the same, but I'm going right. So when it doesn't matter to have a paper one, we have plastic. I don't get this world. There's got to be something about it, eh? Like, these Coles and Woolies bags are a fucking joke. Mate, it's ruined me bin bag fucking... Yes. I, that that size bag is the perfect bag for me to hang on the cupboard door. It doesn't fill up too much and smell or anything. It's full. It's a perfect size to fuck off out to the bin. Happy days. So I've just bought the big, big plastic bin bags, man. I was doing the, the paper ones for a while, and they were okay, but it's just... Fuck off. Like, if you have anything that has a bit of moisture in it that you That's put right. in the bin, it soaks your bag. Like, fuck off. I just, this morning, I was looking for something to put my lunch in for today. Mm. And I'm like, just thought back to a kid where you'd have the big, long stocking you know, yeah, hanging just... off the fridge and you had all the plastic bags you wanted in the world. Yep. It was great. Anyway. Simple times. <laughs> yeah. Surely he's got to come back, like. Fucking Oh no way, man. It's like the it's like the fucking safety rules on sites and that once they make a decision and it's more safe, they can't be less safe. It's like now they can't now that they've got rid of them, they can't bring them back in because holy fuck. Well here's one for you. Apparently they're saying there's toxic chemicals in the waxed or the some paper straw. Can we have a look at that, Quinn? 
just say it, Paper Flick straws. back over is the trombone. Here's the trombone again. I love just go on the fucking gnarly <laughs> growl. Go on the growl. Uh, paper straws, Kim? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about this. Okay. Uh, I've got to find out what a PFA is. Most paper straws tested contain PFAs. Indeed, it was found that most brands tested 69% nice contained PFAs. They're yeah. killing us. Yeah, get rid of them. They're killing us. I've always hated PFAs. Get rid of them. What's a PFA? Let's find out what a PFA is. I don't know, but plastic has nothing that kills us. Is it sort of like, um, you know, you never fail 20 litre water bottles or you leave them in the sun? Does it, it has that toxin or something that releases? I think you need to put the D on the end, Quino, isn't it? Wasn't it P- PFAD? No, it was just PFA. Sure. PFAS. Yes. Let's dive into this. Ooh. Here we go. That's, that's, fucking that's chemical a chemical. There's chemical looking shit here. Per and <laughs> polyfuroyal cool substances are a large complex group of synthetic chemicals that have been used in consumer products around the world since the 50s. They're ingredients in various everyday products. Nah, I don't want it. Is PF. Get the chemicals out of my straws. Australia? Fuck off. <clears throat> Government Australian government is proposing to halt the importation, manufacture, and use of three groups of PFAs by July 2025. All right, oh. so just fucking poison us now. Yeah. And then in 2025, we might sort it out. What about, like, um, bamboo and stuff like that? Can they yeah, make straws more, out of bamboo? Yeah, I think they do. Like, so it's smoother on your lips. It's not that fucking grainy feel. There they are. But, like, why can't they... 34 fucking... bucks for 200 But that would be like a limited supply thing, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, you know, so right. much that's, bamboo, That's what I'm saying. We need to make some sort of cup holder thing that sits in your car and in your seat. So when you're getting a cold drink or something... Bamboo can... straws are organic and totally chemical-free, eliminating the risk of ingesting dangerous toxins. Oh, but then we'll be... The pandas will be fucked, so... We... <laughs> you know well, I mean? turtles or pandas? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. I'd rather gentlemen. pandas... Yeah, but there's, yeah, there's heaps of turtles. Look, there's heaps of turtles. That's fucking what I mean. heaps of them. Man. That turtle liver that on that um, eating show I was watching the other day. Holy! How the fuck does someone get around to eating turtle liver? It's that delicacy thing, you know. Oh, for fuck's sake! Is they, it? They just call anything a delicacy, eh? I reckon a delicacy delicacy should have to taste nice. What is that cooking show? Um, he wears a red bandana, people would know. But I'll tell you what, I've never wanted to be vegan in my life. But you watch like five, six episodes of that and you do not want to look at a piece of meat. And that's me that loves meat. I'll be sure not to watch it. Like, it's an enjoyable show, but just like so much, like, just all the seafood and in the back of Asia and Korea. Oh, and, bro. And, yeah. Like, just, and then, yeah. The old Wuhan and then they, and those kangaroos, they'll straighten the coals and they're just oh, ripping, ripping it apart and that fine. stuff like that. I'm just going. Gutter oil. I can understand why people get a bit churned up at some of that stuff. Mm. Like, you know, some like vegetarians or whatever, it's because their dad worked at a meatworks or grew up in a meatworks and stuff like that. Yeah. You can understand that sort of stuff. But eat meat. Yeah. Or just if you don't eat meat, don't fucking tell us about it. Like some of those vegans, man... I think I've said it before, but like... They've calmed down a bit, eh? Oh, I do You reckon know. they have? Or I, I just not on any of the pages. No, I don't think they've calmed down. I think it's just one of those things that it's like, what blows me away is it's like, imagine me, right, going up to someone, going, G'day, mate, name's Tommy, love eating meat, fucking love it, meat's awesome. 
It'd be like comparison to them saying, hey, I'm a vegan. I don't eat meat. Like, why did you tell me that? Who gives a yeah, fuck? Yeah, they go, oh, hey, here, I almost got a new missus or whatever. She's vegan. Hmm. You don't ever hear. Do you know? Do you know what? The other day that MKR, My Kitchen Rules, yep. been watching a bit of that. There's a couple of blokes who are in the smoking game on there. I was like, yeah, the boys. But anyway, they had this thing where um, the new lot come in, like there's the um, gate crashes or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, they were showing the image of these two chicks walking in, and I dead set said to me, Mrs., I bet you one of those is a fucking vegan. Literally looking at the dress, the snobby fucking whatever, stereotype, whatever. I just went, bet you one of those is a vegan. Uh, like, just sitting there for a while, boom. One of them. Just, one of Did them, it come up on the title, her name, last name, then vegan? No, nah, no. Nah. But so I just looked and went, bet you one of them's a vegan. Um, she just finished after she was vegan for like three years and shit, and she's a lawyer and that. And I went, holy fuck. There Wouldn't you, you go. shoot yourself into the foot going on a cooking show doing that? Dude. Your palate would be hindered, wouldn't it? Man, and she's yeah. not she's not yeah. anymore, but she used to be a vegan and that sort of thing. And but I'm you can still make some fucking incredible dishes without meat. 100%. Oh, absolutely. Mate, but you couldn't go on a cooking show if you get to cook, as long as she's happy to still cook it all. That's yeah. right. Mate, I've got no qualms at all if someone chooses not to eat whatever. I couldn't give a fuck. It's the forcing their opinion on people. Same as religion, same as anything. I'm like, oi, do whatever you want to do. Just don't fucking tell me about it. It's like um some of the blokes I, that are full carnivores that I'm following. And fuck, mate, they're just, just over the top. Like, like we said. always say, anyone that's too over the top with one thing is a fuckwit. Yeah, yeah, or well, they're hard to deal they're with. Hard to deal with, they're weird. Because it's constantly always just that thing. Like, if you sat down and got on the piss with them, there's no other subject that they'd want to talk about apart from their fucking... Well, I think I'm right, because I've probably got ADD or something. I've got that many um, different things going on. you got A to Z. A to Z. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the alphabet. It's a good way to be. Uh, Consonants and vowels. But, yeah, some people are really good at just focusing on one thing. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's, Boring. That folded me. A to Z. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good actually. That pretty much clears me up. Yeah. Stuff. Starts with alpha, ends in zoo. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Boom. English with daddy. Boys, Jay here, poo and glue sniffing plumbing services down in South Australia. I'm fucking pretty chipper right now. I'm ringing in with something a little bit unusual. It's mm. a fucking good marketplace experience. Like, nice. there's too much fucking bad stories in this world, and I just wanted to brighten everyone's fucking mood with a good one. Fucking diamond a dozen, fucking rose between the thorns. I've just decided to uh, flick around on Marketplace and have a look for a new uh, king-size workbench, and um, fucking this one popped up about an hour down the road, and flicked the lass a message, shout out to Laura, and uh, yeah, very punctual, good on the replies, was very fucking upfront and honest with the uh, the nicks and the scratches on it, you know, there was no fucking shady car dealership kind of stuff going on, and uh, pulled up, and uh, Matt, shout out to Matt, good lad, he fucking helped me load it up, he's fucking lifting the shit in there with me, he's making sure it's not getting scratched on the way in. Fucking, I'm there strapping her up. He's come waltzing down the driveway with a beer. Everyone was just fucking having a good time, boys. Just a fucking good time. Nice. No fucking around. I'm happy. They're happy. 
Me work bitch is gonna get a workout. Fuck yeah. Fuck nice. yeah. That's the yeah. go, bud. I've actually, me and the missus have been talking lately about upgrading to a king workbench because I've got the queen. Yeah. And, like, all the kids sleep in their own rooms, but the young fella's sort of been, you know, coming in in the morning when he wakes up, a bit of a cuddle, and I'm like, fuck, what if, what if the daughter starts doing that? She's a bit older and just, I don't know, just the old upgrade. Like, I've had that same bed and mattress since our apprenticeship, and it is still to this day the com- most comfortable mattress I've ever slept on. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not in a rush to change it, but we're like... The old house down at Agnes that we got, the bed down there is like this floor. Like the mattress is just shit on it. And I actually hate sleeping on it when I'm down there. So I'm like, could put the old mattress down there, the old faithful and upgrade. But I'm like, where do you go? I'd nearly look at the exact mattress and fucking get the same thing. But who knows what's available nowadays? Like that was over 10 years ago, I'd say, when we got that. So I'm like, fuck, there's probably new mattresses in the game that are even comfier. I reckon those mattress toppers can really fucking make a shit mattress good too. Yeah, they definitely help. Hundred percent. Those triple layered ones, about three hundred and eighty bucks or something. Like, well, that was years ago when I last bought them. Yeah. But yeah, I was thinking about the king too, and then I started pricing the cunts up, and you're looking at yeah, have a have a susk. No, let's have a look oh, at the average fucking king bed. I reckon you're fucking in for seven grand. Yeah, I suppose with a good mattress. What are we looking at here? Well, we're not going to go ensemble. We want the um. Not the big daddy. But we want to, we want the backboard, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want the fucking thing on wheels. Good way to get a hole in your wall. That old trundle. Mm. <laughs> Especially in daddy's room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you get rusty, yeah, when you get rusty tromboned. The old bunk bed used to go up right when you were 16. Want to hold on to the top, bro? Yeah, she was, fucking, she was a fucking circus, that thing. <laughs> The trapeze. Trapeze, yeah. Let's just fucking go fuck on, all in. Yeah, let's just go on a website and go bed shopping. Oh, you know a funny yarn about me? What's that, mate? Hit us. Well, uh, when I was a kid, um, bunk bed. Well, I had the whole bunk bed to myself, obviously, but it, um, obviously if a mate stayed over, he'd go up the top yeah. un- underneath. Well, and I watched uh, Rocky Balboa for the first time. Um, this is me A to Z brain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I went and cut a bit of ply out and... Um, it was like, you know, those plastic footies you used to get, like a, like the size of your hand. Mm. And then I got a bit of rope and a bit of cut the ply out and made myself a little speed bag so I could sit in bed just going like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. You're just non-stop. I, used to, I, I don't know if anyone else is like that. When you know you watch a movie when you were younger and you just wanted to act like that whole movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like Spy Kids. They'll be telling me, brother, I'm a spy. Fuck, you look back at Spy Kids now and it's the worst graphics and just stuff ever, eh? But back then you were like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spy Kids. What's, what do we got here, Quino? Uh, 3900 for a standard king bed with a mattress is what I'm roughly so getting. So on, on, on a trundle bed. So not that's, even... That's on special. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably, not even a bed frame. So if you're looking at a real comfy... If you're looking to at least, if you've got a great mattress now... Upgrading to a king and keeping that same comfort, you'd be up for a bit. We might but, need to get back on Emma mattress that but, had a, um, had this on. Yeah, but oh, yeah. man, I remember like going to buy it and I spent a heap on it back then. And someone said to me, they're like, "Can't if there's anything that you should invest some yeah. decent money in, it's a bed because <laughs> you spend up. more than half your life." My mother on the says cunt. that all the time. And and <laughs> mate, I it is true. I could not agree more. Having the mattress that I do now, like I'm fucking spoilt with it, but. Yeah, if you're putting up with a shit bed, fucking get yourself a good like 
think a lot of Harvey Norman all that have those interest-free um, things so you can spend the coin and you have like two years to pay it off interest-free. Like that's a great option for people who don't have the money up front and just do a payment plan so you know you're going to pay it off inside those two years. Except when your poor old, oh, I won't mention his name, answer your private numbers. He remember him raving, this bloke raving up, he never answers private numbers. It was his Harvey Norman thing. The final payment didn't go through or something. Oh. And it was only like a hundred bucks to finish it off. And then by the time they finally got on to him or something, it was another fourteen hundred bucks. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And that's uh, I think that was pretty pretty quick too. Imagine if he kept leaving it for twelve hell. months or something. But yeah, like those go cards, I think they're called, and that yeah, you can constantly check what your balance is and shit. But like Beck and I had done it before when we bought, you know, like bought the house and had to buy a heap of furniture. Like put it on one of those things and literally did the math. So paid a certain amount a week, so it was done before the interest started. And it's like that's a way you can sort of get something and still pay the same price. Yeah. So but yeah, get yourself a good bed. It'll fucking change your life, literally. Amen. Legends, Russell Feathers from the Riverina. Boys, I'm down here in Dad's Kissing Country on the famous Mount Panorama Bathurst circuit. Nice. It's a beautiful day. It's probably about 22 degrees. And it just just sort of hit me when I sat down on the back porch looking at all these beautiful cars go by. You hear the birds singing a couple of kangaroos and just, you know, having a bit of countryside with, with a sacred racetrack, you know, surrounded. And I just thought to myself... That one thing you boys said a long time ago about, you know, just appreciating what you've got instead of not what instead of what you don't have. You know, I got my beautiful girlfriend with me. Um, works good. I bought my dream car recently, uh, just an SS. And you know, I'm at this sacred place of Mount Panorama, and I'm just fucking loving life. So, thank you, boys, for that advice. You know, I, I try and tell myself that a lot. And um, another thing too is, is that there's a video online about, you know, this professor teaching at a uni class and they're filling up this cup of sand and rocks and stuff um, and about how that's life and how everything around you has its weight and you just got to remember to put the cup down. Have a bit of time to yourself. Yeah. Righto, boys. Enjoy everything uh, going around you and just appreciate what you got. Cheers. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. That's um, that's exactly right. Like I've noticed that I've been helping my own mindset a lot since I started doing that. Like just whenever you get the chance, just appreciate what you do have because it's easy to get caught up in the negative shit. Yeah, you know, it's normally the shit that you're trying to sort out, so it's constantly on your mind, you know. And I actually watched this thing probably a week ago, and I've been trying, trying to do a little bit of it. And I watched this clip where this guy was talking about the last five minutes of your day are the most important to get a good fucking night's sleep. Because if you go to bed worrying about shit and what you need to do and this is fucked and this cunt's a dickhead and this and that and that, then your subconscious mind when you go to sleep carries that over and it, it, it fucking manifests into just stressful dreams or shit like that. But if you spend that five minutes when you're sort of half asleep thinking about shit at night, like thinking about the good shit or what you got coming up that you're looking forward to, um, things that you've done before, your kids or whatever, it puts you in that better subconscious mind when you're going to sleep. 
and yeah. sort of been trying to do that over the last week and been having pretty good sleeps, eh? Like waking up pretty refreshed and, you know, I don't really remember me dreams much, but you know, I know some nights, I like some mornings I wake up and I'm like, fucking hell, something happened there. Like, yeah, a wild yeah. dream. So, yeah, the old mind is a very fucking powerful thing, eh? It is. You know, and there's a few little tips and tricks out there now that we're lucky enough to be exposed to that you can try and use. And I'm sure some things would work for some and some wouldn't, but, you know, whatever works for you. But definitely that gratitude, mate. It fucking, yeah, being grateful for what you do have instead of negative about what you don't. Yeah, I always go watch something on TV if I can't. Now, I won't sit there and ponder my thoughts. I'm like, this is not going to get any better. Go off and distract yourself or chill out or watch something mm. or read something. Yep. Oh, for sure. Thanks, brother. Recommend getting back to actually reading a paper book if your mind's just doom scrolling. Yeah. Oh, I've just started doing it again. It's great. Have you? Yeah. What it's sort of good. books would you recommend, Quino? Someone to start with? Because I have got to admit, I'm not a book reader, and I've got to be honest, I'm not interested in it. If in you're interested in any field, try find people in that field and read their like autobiographies. Yeah, I'm still trying to finish that um, Dan Bilzerian book. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say idolise the bloke, but um, he's had an interesting life. That's exactly right. The closest one that I ever got to reading through was that um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Anthony fucking... Um, well, I can't remember his last name. Lead singer of Chili Peppers. He has had a fucking wild life, that bloke. Mm. But still didn't finish it. I love audiobooks. Yeah. Katie's proper into them. I reckon it's good because them. you can have your own imagination of how you think the setting is. Well, it's the same as a book. Yeah, that's what I mean. Mm. But compared to a movie. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It gives you a different view on it. 100%. You know when someone goes, oh, explains a place to you? Mm. Or like a fishing spot or something like that, and you got it stuck in your head, what do you think it might look yeah, like? Yeah, And then you get there and it's better or worse. Yeah, or... yeah, for sure. Well, the thing why I think podcasts and audio books are good, because you can't read a book and drive seven hours. Yeah, very good for the time-conscious person. And that's, that's right. And that's what I mean. When I'm laying there or whatever, I don't want to be fucking reading a book. I'm chilling. Like, I, I don't know. I just find making the use of those times where you're driving or stuck in a machine or something, podcast or an audio book, you still get a similar experience and you're not wasting any time where you could be doing other shit. That's how I sort of see it. Yeah. But, mate, if you're into books, like, books help so many people. Well, you said, Quinn, it might help fucking heaps of people if they're into it. My missus has a Kindle. Yep. And she just pounds that yeah, thing. Yeah, Katie runs one too. Yeah. Very good. Read read a book. Yeah, read a book. Nice! <laughs> this is Sunday, Saturday morning in Yorkshire. Right, I've just been to the shop to get a few bits. It's my daughter's birthday, so Barbie's going on. And I'm in the shop, yeah? And I see this crackhead walking down. He's shaking like fuck. Arms full of monster, that fucking horrible shite energy drink. Anyway, right? And um, we didn't even go in. It's Friday, it's Friday, it's Friday, it's Friday, it's Friday, it's Friday, it's Friday. And he's walking towards me. And he gets towards me and he goes, Excuse me, mate. Is it Saturday today? And I did as any really nice human being would do. And I says, No, pal. Today's Monday. <laughs> and he went, oh, fucking hell. I've slept through a fucking weekend again. Anyway, boys. <laughs> You have a good weekend. Letters. 
Ta-da! That's another perfect one of just making the humour in your own life in a situation where you get put in. Thinking quickly and just going, like the car salesman, but yeah, yeah, same sort of thing. Ah, oh, it's Monday, mate. Oh, fuck. And you just scatters off. Imagine if you just scatters off. Oh, I'm going to be at work. Fuck it. But the funniest thing is, oh, I've done it again. I've slept through the weekend <laughs> again. Oh, man. Imagine the head noise those crackheads would get that are like up for, say, five days at a time, man, and then sleep for three and they're just up again going, whew. Fuck them, be better. Oh, yeah. That's fucking wild, isn't it? I got no. Yeah, I reckon you can beat anything if you really want to. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Definitely. There's too much, um, too much, oh, poor me. Oh, yeah, man. Everyone blames everything else. You're in control of your own life. Fucking yeah. oath. You've got to be. You're yeah. the only one that can fucking pull you out of a situation. And mm. you're the only one to blame if you're in a shit one. Mm-hmm. You know, there's plenty of things that helped you get there, but you're the fucker that made the choices to do shit. Yeah. So, fucking oath. Hey, man. Hey, man, my brother. Testify. A few more here. Kelly. Yeah, g'day, fellas. It's the, uh, the fucking tractor guy back once again to fucking tear your ears apart. But, um, fucking first off, shout out to fucking Brizey, uh, mate. The fucking some ripper yarns that fella had and sounds like a top bloke. Um, off the back of that episode, though, boys, I have a fucking yarn for you. Um, I wasn't actually there, but one of my best mates was, and holy fuck. Every time he tells the yarn, it is fucking awesome. Anyway, so we were all bloody... Oh, we were all being fresh 18, and we used to love going fishing and everything on the old McIntyre River. And uh, anyway, one of my mates, he um, was on a Saturday or something, and he's fucking down the river having a fish on an afternoon, probably more drinking. Anyway, he's um, setting some lines, and... In the distance, looks like a bit of a fucking log, he says, and he's like, what the fuck's that? On the up on the bank, and uh, anyway, pokes on up, and he's fucking, what the fuck? There's a fucking fat cunt, and I mean 120 keggers or more, pants down his ankles, laying in the water, and uh, fucking, uh, absolutely fucking fingered, and... He is passed out, lying up on the fucking bank of the river. Oh. Fucking, and this is a good bloody two, three k's from the boat ramp. And old mates must have, uh, well, me mate thought, they all thought he was dead. They're poking him with a fucking stick from the boat going, Oi! Oi, mate! What the... And uh, anyway, finally fucking comes to. And, uh, yeah, he fucking, he's, uh, he's busted. He's fucking had a big night on the piss and woken oh. up on the bank of the fucking river. Holy fuck. Anyway, it just made me think after listening to the last episode. So, uh, yeah, get a, get that into you, boys. Anyways, love yous. Fucking keep up. That is, uh, that's fucking wild, isn't it? Imagine finding someone in that situation just going, what are you doing, cunt? Remember that chick I got home from Canada? Oh, it's very blurry to me, but. She was like that, um, made the taxi driver pull over and she was passed out in the in the fucking spill drain. Yeah. And and then finally we somehow found her house or whatever. It took like an hour and a half. Cab it was a cab ride for free. 
And then a message her the next morning or whatever, and then she said, oh, pretty much, I uh, ate your dinner or something, fucking rah, rah. Yeah. And I remember, like, opening this random house. I didn't even know it was her dragging her through the door with the taxi driver. Oh. And then I'm like, all her friends are just, like, didn't care, sort of go, she does it every weekend. Wow. Like, I'm like, it's fucking negative 16 out there. You can't be writing yourself off as a nah. single girl. Nah, man. Like that, and that's a little thing for everyone. Because like a fair few blokes have reached out off the back of us talking about Canada and that, and mm. heading over and living over there. That's actually one serious point to it. If you are going to go, you can't do that shit like we do here and pass out in the bush. Like so many people a year die over there from like sort of chucking a jacket on just to get to a club because it's all heated in there. And then you get out, and if you pass out and there's a cold snap of minus 30, man, you're fucking dead if you passed out in the, yeah, you know, in the snow. That night that, um, remember my hat was up in the tree down the bottom oh, of the bus stop? Yep. And that, yeah, that night with Lockie, and you're holding on to me going, where the fuck is he? Yeah. You're, you're going to kill me. Well, well, one of our mates comes over, right, from, from Gladstone here. Shout out to Lockie. And, um, these two were gone out. I think we had like a night out each with yeah, him where we were really yeah. hooked in sort of thing. But anyway, it was fucking your turn. And you've got out and Cam has come home in, like we said, minus 30-something, meant to have Lockie with him who's foreign to live in there, doesn't know where anything is, without Lockie. And I'm going, where's Lockie? And Cam's like, ah, he'll be right, brush, right, right. And I'm literally grabbing him like that cunt off Billy Madison going, was, where is he, cunt? Like, Because <laughs> I was passed out on the floor, in the yeah. kitchen, in the kitchen, yeah. passed out in the kitchen. Yeah, I was slapping you going, where the fuck's Lockie? And you're like, ah, she's right, brush. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah, it's not. <laughs> and before I got choked out, he was he was there, wasn't he? I think he got there. I think he, I think he might have got there a bit later or something. I thought he might have been in the bathroom or something. Oh yeah, I don't know. And but... then I'm going, ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so... I, I just don't remember anything because he said he had to carry. No, Rock, that's right. Lockie had to carry me to the top of the hill. Yeah, right. Because he was some, something happened where I was there, like going, where the fuck is he? Sort of thing. Didn't know where he was. And then the next day, Cam finds his hat. Like at this top of this tree at a bus stop. It was, yeah. it was weird. And um, I'll tell the yarn anyway. <laughs> on that security job. And I remember pretty fucking fairly up the source there. And I remember I went in going, are you going to give me any more shifts or what? Yeah. And on whatever. And they were, yeah, yeah, we're we'll getting in contact with you. Here, we'll get you as a free drink. And then me and Lockie were gonzo after that. So I reckon I'd gone in there pretty aggressive. And they said, we'll go on, what the fuck? Of- yeah. And I reckon they've just gone, here you go, boys, fucking bit of roofies. Mm, get this India. Because we went downhill quick. Yeah, you used to have fucked that night. 100%. Bit of, oh, what do they call it? Frank. Liquid, I st- liquid still remember the fucking, um, that night Lockie and I were out, we had a fucking big one that night. All the, the fluoro face paint on and shit. Oh, I remember going to work and you were sitting out on the bench outside of that fucking cabin. In an absolute state. Yes. <laughs> Oh man, I miss those times. That 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 period of our life, nothing which is why I recommend young people going to do something like that. There was not a single worry in the world other than just what are we doing? Like are we going snowboarding? Are we doing this? And I'm so up? grateful for it too because it was like you can have a lifestyle like this if you want to build something for yourself, if you want to keep it going. Yeah. 
I just think like it's to good. a point. I think yeah. it's just good to experience that as a person, not be looked at by anyone that's judging what you do. It's sort of like it's cliche, but it's like finding yourself. And it what is finding yourself and literally. what you're about and what you enjoy and not having an influence on your man. It's I cannot recommend it enough for young people. Definitely, if you're from a small town, I reckon too. Yeah, where, where you where it's told that you get a mortgage. Yeah, married, you do this job, you stay there till you die, you fucking, you know, you'll get your super when you're 70, mate, make sure you pump money into it. Like, you know, like how much old... is just stuff some young fella up, say he's riding a pig hunting or whatever, but he's got a couple of dogs and he wants to go on an overseas holiday, just dogs alone. Yeah, that'll That's a stop, big thing. Some, that'll that'll stop, stop someone doing it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, man, you only get one crack at it. And a lot of those things, it's like once you're 30, it stops a lot of those work and holiday things. Like a lot of them don't take anyone after no. that age so you know have you finished your apprenticeship or you're a bit lost and you don't know what to do cannot recommend that sort of experience enough and maybe the snow's not for you but there's plenty of other places Fucking plenty of other shit i just reckon go have a go have one ex like an explore a mission you know that you fucking go and do yeah fucking oath fucking oath one more i Talk reckon it. right i might let's do it boys oi Buzz Lightsky here, reporting to you. <laughs> Thought I'd meet you with a marketplace yarn. Oh, this is good. This so one. it all started at 4am, kick-ons after a night out. We had an idea to offer my mate's pool table for free on marketplace. Oh. <laughs> well, fuck me, did my inbox start blowing up. So we started handing out my number to start a ripping prank. Started answering phone calls, telling these people interested that they would need four people in a trailer because of how heavy this kind of a thing was. Oh. And to be here at 11am. But instead of giving them our address, started giving them my mate's address. Oh, wow. So it didn't take long and I'd answered a few <laughs> calls and organised a bunch of cunts to come grab this pool table. Anyways... 11am rolls around and we are still getting stuck into our work, just waiting to see what'll happen. Eventually, get a phone call from old mate saying, what the fuck have we done? He's got a court full of people and trailers ready to pick up a pool table. <laughs> Fair to say, none of them were happy. And I had plenty of messages with abuse flung my way over the day. Oh, wow. Anyway, boys, to the sesh and beyond. Yeah. Buzz Lights gear, that is a, uh, that's a ripper. That's a ripper prank. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That whole story time, he was yarning about. Yeah. All I could think of was old Coy Boy with, when he went and bought that second hand table and the cunt all collapsed on him and snapped. Oh, it's, it's just not, there's heaps of nightmares with it, isn't there? Well, hey. I think he must have lined up all the boys or whatever, and I think he bought it off old Joey Cameron shit at him. Oh, yeah. And then, then must have got it home, and they were trying to get off the trailer, and she Broke fucking it. snapped. Oh, no. Do, who got done in our apprenticeship with the box trailer on the fucking old gum tree? Someone yeah. got done. That was a beauty. They just put up um, box Six by five or Yeah, six by five box trailer or whatever. Need gone ASAP and like a really good price. But that was in the mini trailer. Yeah. It wasn't trader. It wasn't marketplace. That This was like written on paper, this, baby. Yeah, it was on paper. So you can't just take it down. <laughs> and I, that was a nightmare for him, mate. He got fucking pounded out the ass for this box trailer. What's our Australian Craigslist? 
Craigslist. Um, Gumtree? Gumtree, yes. Yeah. That's what I got stitched on from fucking Lockie. Yeah, remember the guinea pig cage for the carry on call? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fucking and I got, I got, um, when I'm looking for workers and I had fucking half of um, India <laughs> calling me and sending me their resume. Yeah. me email and stuff like that. Mate, that'll never get not entertaining the marketplace stitch ups and shit. Like that is just fucking off its head. Oh, well, that'll be hard to beat, that last one. Well, there was some fucking good chats in that through there, but there wasn't really many that stuck out to me apart from that stitch up with the trailers. What do you reckon, Quino? What do you Mate, I reckon that or Dave's banana bread or rusty trombone. That's all I reckon here for your highlights. Ooh. Oh, the banana bread. That was wild. That was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah. Old Dave eating a banana with his asshole. Mm. Mm. Up to you, my friend. Yeah, I like the box trailer one, man. I'm about, uh, I'm about a fucking Buzz Lights gear too. That was a yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Buzz Lights gear. Funny, uh, funny name to come in with. So, yeah, I reckon Buzz Lights gear for the for the win on that one. Good on you, mate. You got a better beer pack and a carry on cap coming your way. Now, we need to address uh, when the Cambodian comes back. His first episode back will be episode. 200. 200, mm. baby. Now, heaps of people have said we missed back in the day when you just get fucking maggoted, like on the piss. So we've put plans in place so Cambo and I will be getting blind on that episode to, you know, just bring us back to our roots. You know, organise a lift home, be doing it late in the arve. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that'll be the first episode back from the island, so there'll be plenty to talk about. And, um, yeah, we'll be fairly up at Brus. Fucking oath. It'll be good, mate. We'll have to get a bottle of fucking something. Yeah, definitely. We'll be we'll be on it for sure. Um, should get a duck fan so we can get on the cigars too. Remember we still had to try to get onto those uh, cigars back then? That might be a bit hard. We'll have to get on the digis. On the digi cigars. <laughs> digital, that yeah, is. Yeah, that's right, digital. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, mate, all the best with your fucking trip. Yeah. I know uh-huh. you, you know you were saying like the other day, oh, it's, the timing's fucked, but I think our life, mate, there'll never be a good timing. To, <laughs> you just got to gotta go. go. Yeah, you just got to go and enjoy yeah. it, brother. Enjoy the... Yeah, it's a good thing when you can say the time's never going to be right, but mm. um, yeah, looking forward to it, I think, as long as I don't <laughs> come back at a reception to an absolute shit show. Yeah. But no, it'll be good, mate. I'm so keen to see how you fucking go. It'll be great. How's the weather window looking, man? Is it... Is it fucking shaping all right for the boys to get over? Or? Yeah, I think they'll leave Saturday morning and then we leave lunchtime Saturday on the barge. So, yeah. Um, hopefully it plays the game. It's obviously been windy for the last fucking week. So, what's the go? If it's blowing up Saturday and there's like a calm spot Friday or Thursday, do they try and Yeah, take you'll try to punch out then. But I think it's um, looking on pretty good Saturday morning. Oh, that's good. But yeah, anyway, that old, that barge, just the flat bottom. If it's rough, that thing just shudders. You know, like yeah, oh like, yeah, hundred percent, like an old punt. Yeah. Oh well, there you go, mate. Um, yeah, so it'll be the poon bed, myself and Quino mm-hmm. on the on the couch for the next couple of weeks doing the normal apps and the uh, carry on apps. So if you got a fucking question for the big poo, uh, yeah, hit him with it, and we'll see how we go. I think, like I said, I'll chuck something on the trendsetters group over the next few days. For that little segment we'll do for a couple of weeks, what would the poo do? Put him in some weird situations and see how he'd get out of it. So keep an eye on the trendsetters for that. And, yeah, we'll keep it rolling and see the big man when he gets back. Thanks, guys. Have fun. Stay out of each other.
Chase! Buzz Lightsky here, reporting for duty. Thought I'd hit you with a marketplace yarn. So it all started at 4am. Kick-ons after a night out. We had an idea to offer my mate's pool table for free on Marketplace. Well, fuck me, did my inbox start blowing up. So he started handing out my number to start a ripping prank. Started answering phone calls telling these people interested that they would need four people in a trailer because of how heavy this kind of a thing was. And to be here at 11am. But instead of giving them our address, started giving them my mate's address. So it didn't take long and I'd answered a few calls and organised a bunch of cunts to come grab this pool table. Anyways, 11am rolls around and we are still getting stuck into our work, just waiting to see what'll happen. Eventually, get a phone call from old mate saying, what the fuck have we done? He's got a court full of people and trailers ready to pick up a pool table. Fair to say none of them were happy, and I had plenty of messages with abuse flung my way over the day. Anyway, boys, to the sesh and beyond! Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hulu.